Welcome to probably the loosest episode of Dan and Bray Presents that'll ever come to your feed. This is summer camp. It's season 5.5. We're doing a thing where us, our presenters, we'd present an episode format. And this is the first time that everyone's going in blind except me. Hey, guys. Hey. Hey. What do you, what do you think so far? <laughs> Great start. Great start. Listen, longtime listeners of the show remembered famed episodes of this podcast, like the non-bred episode of right. Consumption. One of the best episodes Great of the episode. show. Really good stuff. Good stuff. Um, other ones that are very memorable, I can't think right now. Um, hump reports. Hump reports. That's how memorable they are. You can't even remember them. Well, no. Hump reports are were good. good. Non was pretty bad. That was like... Oh, you're saying... You're you're trying to you're trying to have us remember some of the worst. Yeah, some of the Dan and Brave present stinkers over time. I don't really think we've ever had like bad episodes, but they're not they're not accessible for the listener. That, that truly non, that non. Well, that's that's all of them. That's yeah, true. I guess you're right. Every one of them is a little not accessible for the, yes. for um, the listener. But we're so. Uh, <laughs> As I said at the top, this is season 5.5 of Dan and Bray Presents, and this is uh, host choice. This is my uh, first attempt at a host choice. Maybe you guys can figure it out along the way. Oh. Yes. We have no idea what's going on, so the listeners understand here. Brandon just said, yeah, let's start recording. And we came on. No idea what this show is. I'm excited, I think. I'm pretty pumped. Yeah. I'm pretty amped. Listen. I I hope there's a gaming element. I think I'll bet there is. Brandon's very good with the games. I would say he's the I would say Brandon's the best game master. He's you know the what? Best I'm going to say master. It. He's the best game master of us three. He, I think of all the games we've brought to the table. Yeah. I brought a couple. Dave's brought a couple. Brandon's brought a few. And I like tend to like Brandon's the most. So the most thought out. Right. They're, they go into our strengths and weaknesses in a fun way, usually. Whereas, for example, Dave did the Fillionaire wasn't like, <laughs> like at all accessible for anybody. Like the the Phil Collins trivia was way too hard, fun but way too hard. Right. Um, I've brought some games that are mostly fun for me. Like the Family Feud was just like making fun of both of these guys mostly, making fun of Dave a lot. Like that was really fun for me. Um. Yeah, I hope there's a gaming element because Brandon is the best game master. Okay, I hope there's a gaming element too, but I will stop bringing up the game element just in case there isn't a game element. <laughs> uh, but I do think Brandon truly shines. It's one of the one of the ways he truly shines on the show is when he puts all that thought and effort into in, into the gaming stuff. So I would be pretty happy if he if he did bring it out. But hey, if he doesn't, I'm still here for it. I'm here for it, game or not game. Dave says he's here for it, but we can't see him on the Zoom, so he could just be reading. Uh, <laughs> these could be pre-recorded lines that he's sent in, and we're just like synced up to an audio track. We don't know. That's um, why I decided to use just really generic <laughs> phrasing that could work in many, uh, right? For for many different uh, scenarios, Occasions. yeah. Well, DPS 5.5, Dave programmed yeah. DPS 5.5 yeah, for the on. show. 
I'm trying to get myself. I'm trying to show the real me. Get the camera I'm trying working. Trying to get the it's real. You. Well, while you do that, working. while you work on getting the real you shown. Now, actually, this is. But a, I'm Dave uh, Cologne, presenter number three. Well, thank you. I didn't this, actually present myself yet, and either or did, me either or me did. either. Um, uh, I so. thought you guys did. <laughs> no, nah, nobody did. Okay, so I'm gonna just say this little thing, and then I'll introduce myself, and then we'll get going. Um, you guys both just said some stuff. I appreciate, uh, you know, your guys' thoughts on on previous gaming elements. Uh, and you said things like, um, "Well thought out." Well, we'll see. Oh. Uh, <laughs> we'll see how well thought out this episode comes to be. Uh, I will say there there may be a gaming element. It is not one large game. Okay. Um, this this is going to kind of be a little bit of a. A little bit of a slowing it down, a little bit of a chat, a little bit of a um, okay. spontaneity. We're all going to do some sleuthing together. Oh. I'm presenter Brandon, a.k.a. Sleuth, Sleuth, Sleutio, um, oh. uh, because we're we're getting our detectives on uh, today. Wow. All right. Okay. I'm more confused now. More <laughs> confused, but I do think that kind of works for what he's saying because – Sleuths crack mysteries, and so far, this is an utter mystery what's going on. We're completely in the dark, but hey, I'm ready to rise to the occasion. Danny, call me Dickie Dave. <laughs> Private Dickie Dave. <laughs> wow. You know, we could call this a... Uh, oh, this is so bad. Like the murder of a cow on a farm. It's an utter mystery. Utter, okay. utter <laughs> mystery. I, I, was, I, I already wrote that down to bring it back up. I'm oh, glad shit. you did immediately. Okay. No, no, that's good. That's good. Uh, that's that's perfect for what we're going to be talking about. All right. Uh, but I guess I am I am presenter too, but I'm the final presenter today because Dave went weirdly out of it's order. It's a mystery. How did I cut the line? We'll never know. Or we'll maybe we'll find know. out. Maybe we'll find On out. On this maybe very we'll, own. Maybe we'll find out. Very mysterious but, um, episode of Dan and Brave Presents. <laughs> Happy to be here, though. Presenter number two. I'm excited for whatever this is. Energy is high. Anticipation yeah. is high. I hope Brandon doesn't blow it. <laughs> Listeners, think of it this way. Oh, I mean, well, I'll be shocked if this episode comes out. And if it does, if it's long, <laughs> it may just be like 30 minutes. Um, uh, basically, listeners, here, this is what our podcast would be like if we were just kind of like a standard podcast where uh, we talked. Like, like that's like yeah. that's the no, like. There's no premise. It's just like no these guys have a podcast, and then you know we talk about things. Um, you know, kind of a running joke on the show uh, that over the last year has been about how um, how I'm a big uh, big CBS fan, right? A big like, <laughs> and so yes, I, I kind of wanted to go into a little bit of the uh, the origin, a little peek behind the curtain of how that came to be, and then kind of exploring that topic and. Do you guys remember how the whole CBS thing started? How CBS, the channel, started? <laughs> yeah, the, net, the network? Oh, man. The network? Let me quickly go over to Wikipedia. Let me look at my notes from my media history class that I took in college. <laughs> I believe it's the Columbia Broadcasting System, right? Uh, you're uh, Yeah, I think so. I think you're right about kinda that. Cool that it's it's kind of cool that it's a, it's a system. It's a system. Instead yeah. of a station. How, how we said yes, yeah, it is a system. Yeah. Um, how we said that Brandon's a big CBS guy. I don't know. Didn't don't, Brandon bring up the show like Elementary or something one time? He there, yeah. there were like a couple shows in a row. Brandon like brought up, and they were all CBS shows. 
I think. Right. I don't I don't even know if they all were CBS uh, shows, but And we also talk um, about like the um you know, the the cop shows come up a lot, like just like Right. But yeah. so, okay, okay, those so aren't on the, CBS either, I don't well No, I I it must be some like, like dramas CSI or shit. Yeah. Some well, okay. So this is so no? this is the this is the first half of the kind of what today's episode is going to be about. It's going to be about breaking down what ha- what the what the lands what the TV landscape is in terms of like a pr- procedural. This also ties into my love of like paperwork yes, and stuff right. like this. Okay. So here, Wait, so on, here's hold on. paperwork and process. Your paperwork love of and paperwork process. and process. Yes, that's the that's the official phrase. Let's do some. Let's get some guesses here for the uh, what you would think is the some of the most adapted characters in media history. Okay, just give me some just, uh, so gen- general names. hints. General hints. Just just shout out guesses of like I just characters. Want, yeah, we need to get some guesses. Yeah, we'll see if you see uh, well, how good you guys can put um, a list together. I mean Sherlock, Sherlock Holmes. Sherlock Holmes. Oh, Jinx. Jinx. Nice, nice Dave. Jinx. Hey. Oh. Yeah, Sherlock Holmes is a big one. Watson, too. Watson. <laughs> okay. Yes, all characters associated with Sherlock Holmes. Um, okay, well, so you immediately got the number one. Yeah. It is the n- number oh, yeah. one. Just so, but, so, so many like, shows, movies. I mean, yeah. Yeah. elementary is one. Yeah. Uh, so we're, we're, we're going to come back to that. But so okay, tr- okay. Work, on, work on some other – I'm other, just curious to see other, uh, what, what other characters, characters. That you guys can think of uh, well, as, like, the most adapted characters. Oh, the um, – um, Hannibal Lecter. Hannibal Lecter is frequently, but not compared not, okay. to some of these um, other ones. Okay, like oh, okay, so I Sherlock. Go older. To, I go older. to give you some numbers, Sherlock is like there. Like I found a, a couple of sources saying there are over one thousand different adaptations oh in, in terms of TV and and movies. The next highest character is like a hundred and fifty something. The uh, not the not the the one that's the books. There's a bunch of books like Gresham, like that character maybe Hardy, Hardy Boys. Not, not hard. No, no, no like, that's not my guess. That's not my guess. That was my Dave, trying you know, to help Dave. Dan. You know, no, 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 no. There's no char- There's no character in the Grisham novels that's like overarching. Uh, throughout the whole, you're whole thinking about um, Jack Ryan. You're thinking about Alex Cross. You're thinking about Jack Ryan, maybe Dan. Right. Maybe you're thinking Jack Ryan. That's who, what. That's, uh, that's Tom Clancy. Tom Clancy. Uh, oh, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Okay. What about this? Riddle me this. Is I'll take Aladdin. I'll take Aladdin. Uh, as one of my guesses, uh, uh, Aladdin not on on the list that I found. Is it just okay. television I mean, shows or movies? No, too? it's just everything. Just all, yeah, everything. Bond? Is there any Bond TV shows? No, because like Bond is like Bond is like pretty much like one to Bond company. Oh, you're saying different? I, okay. King Arthur. King I messed Arthur. Up. I messed up. Okay, that's, King Arthur. That's a good guess. Yes, King Arthur is, is fairly up there. Okay, uh, not top ten. That not I not a top ten. No. What about like religious stuff, Dave? Christ, Christ or Moses? <laughs> Can we get a Christ or Moses, please? I, I don't think that that was counted in in this list. Okay, we got to think about like old tales, like yeah, yeah. Robin I mean, Hood, you guys... Robin Hood, baby. That's final good. answer. That's pretty Robin good. Robin Hood, uh, not in the top ten, not in the no? top ten, but I, I probably in the top fifteen or twenty. You guys know, oh, I would oh, say oh. You, every single one of these. Dick Tracy, Hercules. Hercules Final answer. No Hercules. Dick Tracy. What? No Dick Tracy. There's been like one movie. You're not thinking the right way, Dan. Uh, Pinocchio. 
Like, what I do you want from us? I don't know characters. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, okay, Superman, Superman. Okay, so the, okay, if you're if we're Batman. going over to like like animated characters, yes, but like this is like f- like human literary flesh. characters, <laughs> or we're like about not flesh. human humanoid humanoid flesh. Um, oh, like, oh, maybe like uh, like Tom Sawyer, Huckleberry no, Finn, no, no that direction, no. Damn. Okay, um, think horror. Frankenstein. Yes, Frankenstein's oh, monster is Dracula. Dracula is number four. That makes sense. Um, Werewolf. Ichabod Crane. Wolfman. <laughs> Werewolf. <laughs> mummy. 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 Is that mummy count? Not that's up like there. more. Gen- not- that's more general. Yeah, I know. There's so many different uh, mummies. Like, <laughs> yeah, like actual the mummy. Yeah, like Dracula um, vampires. There's so many. Yeah. <coughs> right. So Dracula. So okay. So number three is a is a dual role. Oh, a split. Oh, um, Mr. Hyde and Dr. Jekyll. Yes, oh. Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Dracula. Okay, number number five is a weird one. I was very surprised to see this. I didn't follow up on the sourcing. Gargoyles. But, uh, <laughs> what? Gargoyles. Gargoyles. <laughs> Jack yeah. the Ripper. Not Jack oh, the Ripper. Oh, that's pretty good. But this, the, the main thing you would know about this character, uh, like the main God. form of media portrayed by a movie star... In one of his earliest roles, Peter Pan, Sinbad. No, it's a good one. Sinbad. No, but right kind of, right kind of territory in a weird way, Dave. Um, I thought Brandon beard. said. I thought Brandon said white kind of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Blackbeard. Okay, that's Black a good beard or too. yeah. Davy okay, Crockett. No, no. Right. Um, uh, Terminator. Terminator. Right actor. What else? One of his earliest oh, Conan. roles. Conan. Conan the Barbarians, weirdly on this really? list. Really? Oh. That's incorrect. I don't uh, – yeah, I, <laughs> that, I, that made me question. Uh, okay, now we're going to round correct. this out because this is going on too long now. So Tarzan. Oh, good after one. That, good answer. Alice good answer. in Wonderland, uh, right, Phantom sure. of the Opera, and Zorro. Uh, okay. Zorro, okay. Zorro, Zorro. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right, I can see it. So the main point, yes, you guys nailed it right away. Sherlock is the most adapted character. Of course. In – like human character. So this is this is the the like kind of building upon this idea of, of that I'm trying to develop that I want your guys' help with is that Sherlock Holmes is the most important and influential fictional character aside from Jesus and in history. Whoa. It, it, because so here's why. So many shows and movies draw from these wells, you know, like Robin, we always get a Robin Hood, right? We always get a King Arthur. We always get a Sherlock Holmes. But Sherlock Holmes, it's very, like, adaptable so that it doesn't exactly have to be Sherlock Holmes. It's mm. just based on the dynamic, right? So when you look at the TV landscape and the procedurals and these detective shows and how it then blends into medical dramas and all this stuff, it's like we love or the people love to watch a one smart person who has a troubled like history, you know, the mm-hmm. drug addiction part of it, right? Like Sherlock, and then has like a best friend. And it's like that thing is just endlessly replicated like over and over and over again, right? So one of the main shows that 
kind of talked about this whole CBS thing, which is funny because it's not CBS, it's House, right? House is one that I talk about. Yes. Right, right. I love House so much. And House is supposed to literally be like Sherlock Holmes. Like in the first episode of the show, this, the for the patient's name is last name is Adler, which is Irene Adler, like the character that Sherlock Holmes oh. is like in love with. Mm-hmm. Um, so oh. it's and like the relationship between House and Wilson is supposed to be Holmes and Sherlock. And House is a crippled drug addict. Like he is, like he just is Sherlock Holmes. Like for all intents and purposes, he is Sherlock Holmes. You know what's interesting? The name Adler, and yet mm. the person who is the person who is addled by drugs <laughs> is. Sherlock or House. So I think it's kind of interesting. Like, it's kind of a misdirect a little bit. A mystery. Mystery. Yes. And another Uh, thing I wanted to say before we really dive deep into this material is I don't support the idea of saying that is fictional because what if what if kids are listening? What if kids are listening right now? We're ruining something big for them. That's fair. So just... Just a word. We'll bleep it out. We'll bleep it out. You can bleep it out, or you can keep it in. But I just say, um, hey, he could be, he could be real kids. Could be real. Yeah. Same with Jesus. Um, Dan, uh, what do you think so far about this 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 Sherlock idea? What do you what are you feeling? Now keep going. I'm intrigued. I'm all in. Now keep okay, going. Okay. I'm thinking about like the, some Sherlock content that I really like right now. Okay. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So. So, so the more I thought about this, I was like, I want to, I want to see what the deal is. So now Dave mentioned, which uh, Dave mentioned elementary a couple times so far. Now, yeah. for for a really long time, I didn't know that that was a Sherlock Holmes show. Like it, the, like Johnny Lee Miller plays Sherlock and Lucy Liu plays Joan Watson. I don't think like I knew I that. I don't think I knew that at all. Actually, I didn't know because oh. it's the because sh- the famous quote is "Elementary, dear." It's "Elementary, dear Watson." Yeah. Um, I didn't know that that was a Sherlock show for like a really really long time um and so many shows kind of replicate that dynamic you have elementary you have the mentalist which i've talked about i've watched a couple episodes of some of these shows to try to get an idea like the mentalist okay so the mentalist is another show that i didn't know anything about right he's a fake former psychic who becomes a consultant for uh the california bureau of investigation and helps solve crimes by being wildly intuitive and that's and again that's the whole sherlock thing is being able to walk in a room see the see the situation figure it out and solving it right um but then you think about shows like law and order csi some of like these really big famous cbs shows even though what law and order is nbc is that what it is i don't even know i think ncis is cbs yeah ncis is cbs uh law and order is definitely a NBC. NBC. And then CSI, I think, is... CSI might be CBS. CBS. I think it's CBS. Yeah, I think so. Um, Yeah, I think so. So I started... I was like, but there's something fundamentally different about those shows versus this, like, other category. And so I figured out that there are kind of, like, these three tiers. And so much of it, and this is where Dan's going to get, kind of, be able to, uh, to chime in because of his history with peak TV, you know, we'll use in terms of, like... No promises. You know... Like like shows, so we have tier we have tier one, okay, which we're uh, I'm saying tier one is like weekly procedural, where the serialized nature of it is not very important, okay. Like CSI, 
Law and Order, uh, NCIS. Um, you know, just like all the ones from the 70s and 80s, or you know, Columbo, Magnum PI, like all that type of thing, where you have the same characters, and there may be some through lines of their personal lives, but mostly the 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 comfort is in the formula of the episode, right? You you have the crime, you have the figuring out the crime, you have the episode, and again, there's going to be more personalized stuff, and as time goes on, that gets more prevalent, but it's more you can sit down and watch any episode, and that's just what it is, right? Does, it, does that make sense? I think yeah. so. Now, that's where kind of House and The Mentalist and apparently Psych, which I've, I've never seen, uh, Elementary, X-Files, this kind of like mid-level, like tier two, where it's like it's still, you know, blank of the week, murder of the yeah. week, patient of still the week. Still formula. It's still mm. formula, but that's not what drives the kind of mystery. It is the overarching character relationships and dynamics. Like, you know, House is very much about his addiction and his relationship with his, his uh, you know, doctors and all that type of stuff, right? But it's still not like peak TV, right? It's still kind of like you could sit down and watch any episode and feel that, like, comfort of a formula, right? But it's a little bit more of a enjoyable watch. Like, I think that's why I like House so much because you can just, like, have it on. The dialogue's pretty good. The formula still, like, you know when they come up with their first diagnosis that, it, you know, it's only been 20 minutes, so you know it's that's not what it is. But it doesn't matter. Like, that's not the part of it that matters, right? And then there's Tier 3, which is, like, the Sher- you know Sherlock, the new one with Cumberbatch. Mindhunter, True Detective, The Killing, like these like mystery shows where mm. it's like the entire season, that's what the mystery, like you know what I mean? Like it's mostly about the serialized, you know, the characters and the story, but it's not like a monster of the week, patient of the week type of thing. Yeah. Okay. So that makes sense? Like the different the different tiers of stuff? I think okay. so. Yeah, I got the tiers. Um, the fears. And I'm and so I tried watching a couple of episodes of like CSI to see if my theory was right, and like I just found it not compelling. I watched a couple of the old day like William Peterson episodes, and then like the Ted Danson era and the Lawrence Fishburne era, and it's like they're just plugging in, you know, they're just plugging in actors, and uh, the formula just does its work, but it doesn't feel like I don't know. I, I guess I could see why people want to sit down and watch Law and Order over and over again. But um, do, do you, are you guys drawn to any of those type of shows in any way? A tier three, definitely. Tier three for tier you. Tier three, hundred percent. Yeah. Anything else? I think I, I was a phase where I watched House a little bit. I think, but mm-hmm. not really. No, that's my my mom was kind of more into this kind of stuff. Um, it just feels like very boomery, all of it, really. Except for tier That's three. A, tier three is different. Yeah. Tier three is different. Well, yeah. well, and what I think is interesting about tier two, except X Files, because X Files is the oldest one, and that's why I think it was so kind of groundbreaking. Um, but like all of these shows are in this weird twilight between like cable TV syndication and mm. peak TV, where it's like <clears throat> the 
like they overlapped and they did they like they wanted you could see them like gravitating towards like the mentalist like does this whole thing apparently where it's like he's like after a serial killer and it goes across all the seasons but then there'll be like six episodes in a row where they don't talk about it because like it's like sweeps week you know what i mean so it's like it's still like in <laughs> yeah. this weird in between phase dave what about you what's your history with any of this type of stuff um i definitely never got into like into like the tier three stuff. Um, tier right. two, like I used to watch ER a little bit. Okay, would you say yeah, that's that tier two show? Be, that would definitely be, I think, tier two because I think that's why people liked it, right? Because it was like the dynamics of the team too, not just about the pa- like the patient, right? I, and I, I actually did love watching SVU, SVU, Law and Order, SVU. Which is tier yes. one, and the reason why I liked watching that show because it's really more about the focus of the crime itself, and the characters are playing a secondary role. Which is, um, to me, if I'm going in and out of a show like that, I like that. I don't care about the right. characters as much. Like they're 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 commenting, they're commentating on what's going on, but for the most part, it's really more about like how heinous the crime was, or. Who right. did the, it? Like, and the mystery of it. Yeah, right, right. yeah, yeah. So I like those the most. I don't care about the the overarching like crime shows. Do not really interest me. Interesting. I guess right. Like the what, name an example of three tier three again. Like True Detective. I haven't seen it. I don't. I don't think I've really seen any of these shows. So like, and it doesn't interest me. Like. You don't feel far away. Yeah, like, like I'm sure right, if someone right. recommended it to me, I could get into it, but I'm not going to it, you know. Ooh, now that what everyone remember what Dave just said if someone recommended it to me cuz that's going to come back later in this episode. Yeah, oh, wow. like and like some of these shows, it's an entire show revolving around one crime, which is uh, I think it's right. I think it's amazing. Yeah, like but right. we we could talk more about it as we go, but like True Detective. Well, that's what the, I, the I night think of the night of is an amazing one. Uh, like, oh, I haven't seen really, it. I haven't yeah. seen any of oh, the shows, really. And yeah. that show, oh, there is a great paperwork and process montage in that show. <laughs> he's trying to, he's triangulate, he's triangulating his position throughout, like, what he did. So he's like, like, okay. there's, like, yeah. a map of the city with the cell phone towers, and he's, like, literally, like, drawing lines <laughs> of, like, the route that he took. And I was like, oh, this is so good. Like, this is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, um, I wonder, so what, Dave, Brandon, I, would you I, put, like, 24 into, like... Uh, two mm. it's like a different thing it's not really a miss it's more of like it is one guy mostly like trying to like figure out one thing within a day mm. i never watched the show but that's one that i kind of thought of that's been recommended to me a hundred times i've always kind of wanted like, to watch it feels yeah. like a, a prime two that wants to be a three but is yeah it's a two yeah you know right gotcha uh, that makes sense yeah. where again like it's it's by nature of the format it had to be 24 episodes because that's how long the seasons were that was how long the premise was you know, uh, but was yeah, it twenty four hours of one day each season? Yeah, I think essentially. Yeah, yeah. So so each that could be a, a three. That could be a three if it's a, such an overarching it thing, right? Because it could be a three. But I do think that there's a little bit of like production value in three that's different from two. Okay. And also, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not putting these like. In, I guess I maybe I shouldn't use tier because like I'm not saying that like. One like, is better than sure, the other. One is like, yeah, because like they all definitely have their place. I'm just trying to separate them into three different kind of categories. I'm just thinking um, 24 is three. If the main idea that 
connects three is like one through line uh, throughout the season because X Files. I don't think there's like a through line throughout the season, right? It's like individual mysteries, but the characters it's, are very strong. So you the characters are very they evolve, the, but it's not necessarily. Evolve. Yeah, it and the thing is that there's continuity there. Like right, there, right. there's continuity in X Files, which which I think, especially early on in some of Tier One, was less of a thing. Like they'd right. be like, oh, people are not going to care if we like we change this. You know what I mean? We're like, like very clearly, like a character wasn't working out, and then that character's personality will change the next season. Like that's totally. very much like a, a Tier, a tier one, one thing. Yeah, definitely. Um, right. So I I think twenty four. I mean, again, I've I've only saw like a little bit of season one. I I. I I think as we develop, you know, in the future, thinking about this, could be a three. I, it feels like a two, and I think I'm just thinking production value, too, because, like, it does feel like it's, like, a different different thing. Because then that would be the only one – well, we would have to see if we could think of any more that belong in Tier 3. Um, well, we're going to take a little commercial break of this Sherlock discussion, and we're going to play a little game. Uh, a little game. Ooh, fun. This is that gaming element. Game Master. Uh, so – Game Master uh, Brandon. After this break, here's a commercial break. We're going to play a little game because as I was doing some research, I found some ridiculous shows that it, that don't exist. And so we're going to play a little game. Is, is this show real or did I make it up? And <laughs> I'm going to read you a name of a show. It's like Balderdash. I'm going to tell you who's starring in the show, and I'm going to read you a tagline. Brandon, Brandon tell- Dash, Brandon Dash, Brandon Dash. Yeah, Brandon like, Dash, like Balderdash. Dave said Balderdash. This, this reminds me oh, of Balderdash. Oh. Yeah, yeah. That gotcha, one section gotcha. of Balderdash. Yeah, gotcha. Totally, Brandon Dash. The, my favorite section of Balderdash. Me like too. My, fa- my favorite like category. Anyway, yeah. go ahead. Um. Okay. Here we go. Uh, TV show, A Gifted Man, starring. Patrick Wilson and Margot Martindale. A self-absorbed surgeon is visited by the ghost of his late wife and is compelled to focus on clientele he's avoided his entire career. Poor people. A gifted man starring Patrick Wilson and Margot Martindale. Is this show real or did I make it up? He, um, Ghost of his wife... Visits him, and he starts helping. A, self-absor- a self-absorbed surgeon is visited by the ghost of his late wife and is compelled to focus on clientele he's avoided an entire career. Poor people. Oh, he's a surgeon. He's avoided oh, surgeon. poor people. He's avoided poor people. I- I'll say real. I think that's real. Patrick Wilson. I mean, this is pretty good if it's not real. It's pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah. I'm going to say very, it's... Very detailed. Huh. I'll say it's real too. It's real. God. Um wow. <laughs> I wrote the I wrote the tagline though. I okay. I did write the tagline. Okay, that's what um, was throwing me cuz I was like there's no way they would say it would be that snarky like that's that poor people. Okay, but here's the thing. It's not far from what the actual tagline okay. is. Like so really what happened is he is a like some of it I took exactly from from the tagline, but it's he's a self-absorbed surgeon who gets visited by the ghost of his late wife who urges him to revisit the free clinic that they set up so that he could serve poor people more than the clientele, like the rich clientele that he uh, was used to. Um, so, yeah, I spiced it up a little bit. Okay. Uh, but that's a gifted man. Um, real show. A gifted brand. 
<laughs> okay. Um, <clears throat> Law and Order Hate Crimes. Ben Mendelsohn and Vanessa Williams. The famed franchise sets its sight on its famous pulled from the headlines hate crimes of yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Jeez. Uh, hmm. I think this is fake. I hope not. Because I I feel like I would have heard about it or at this point, but it could be gonna, real. I was going to say, I feel like Dave would know if this existed. This is insane. Vanessa Williams, Ben, ben, ben Mendelsohn. <laughs> Law and Order hate crimes. Oh, so is that I? Is that a real premise of the actual show? They're all based on actual crimes? They're different kinds uh, of crimes. It's but mostly, it's yeah, like... Are. Yeah, like ripped from the headlines. Yes, Special like they're all like victims unit. Like they're not just written. I don't know if every single one are, but I do know that that is kind of one of their things that they tout. Oh, is that in the opening of the show? They say, that, like, yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. okay, <laughs> of course. Yeah, they're based on real crimes. Uh, I'll say fake too. Okay, well, it's real. Uh, except what's the name of the show? There's no way that's the okay, name of the show. No. It's called Law and Order Hate Crimes. My God. It hasn't happened yet. It hasn't happened yet. Oh, it hasn't yet. happened oh. yet. It's okay. announced, and I couldn't find any cast or anything, so I just made up the cast. But it's, I feel like Ben Mendelsohn, Nessa <laughs> Williams, okay. it's going straight to streaming. Like, that feels about right. <laughs> you made up the cast? It's very funny. Yeah. Okay. I like that you made up the, ca- the cast, but that's misleading. So, so it's like half, yeah. half. It was like a, we half, truth, truth, half truth. Half truth. Half truth. Yeah. Half truth, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I thought that it was too uh, Law and Order hate crimes was too good to leave out of this game. Vanessa Williams. Yeah, that that I was like, this is a, that feels so Brandon to make it Vanessa Williams. Um, but that part was real. Yeah, that part was yeah. fake. So that was that was very Brandon. But uh, okay. that's crazy. So when is it coming out? Uh, well, so it, I think it got, it was supposed to be on cable, but then. The script, like the subject matter, they said we're going to put this on streaming because it's like too, too intense, too or dark, too yeah, yeah. But uh, interesting, yeah. Uh, okay, well, here we go. Wait. Here's another one. Uh, the show is called Model Citizen, and this is starring Tyra Banks and Anthony Anderson. <laughs> go undercover with this international beauty as she infiltrates a dangerous world of crime. Catwalk got your tongue. <laughs> Model citizen. Citizen. Tara Banks, Anthony Anderson. Hmm. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm this gonna say I real. Imagine. I don't see Brandon pulling Anthony Anderson as a made-up thing. I've never heard Brandon, Brandon mention Anthony Anderson ever. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like he would pull names that, like, I feel like I've heard him say at some point, like that's talk true. about. That's 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 why I'm saying that. Um, plus, I don't know. This feels like a real one. Um, it could be real, like '90s, maybe early 2000s. But but Tyra Banks, Tyra Banks being a model, a model citizen, sounds a little too on the nose. Also, right? That's, you know, I'm trying to gauge. But I'm going to say real. Now, would this come? This would have came out before America's Top Model. I'm assuming. Oh, interesting. Okay. I don't know. I guess it's yeah. Is it real? I made it up. Wow. Oh. <laughs> Anthony Anderson. Wow, nice pull. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like your train of thought there. 
<laughs> hey, I mean that could work though. Model citizen and she's a spy. Like, sure, I mean, definitely. Yeah. It's just that's, it's that's Zoolander. It's just it's just Zoolander, but starring you know, it's like, like um, Banks or someone. You fooled us. Well done, <laughs> model um, citizen. <laughs> I love Anthony Anderson. He's very funny. All right, here we go. Bluff City Law, starring Jimmy Smiths. A oh, lawyer favorite of Brandon's. His... This is a favorite of Brandon's. He loves Jimmy Smiths. Continue, though. A lawyer sets his sights on the truth in Bluff City. Go ahead. Call his bluff. This is, like, almost too dumb. This is, like, almost too dumb sounding for Brandon to make it up. That's my, like... I like that logic. Brandon's too good for Because Model this. Citizen is, like, that's a very perfect name for a show. Bluff City Law. I'd be really impressed if Brandon came up with this. So I'm I'm gonna say <laughs> this is something Dave would come up. With. It sounds like more my Dave, style. Yeah, yeah. So either he's trying to do a, a Dave or it's real. It's and it's so dumb he had to put it in. So I'm gonna say it's it's fake or sorry it's real. I'm gonna say it's real, but it's so dumb that Brandon had to shine a light on it. <laughs> it is Jimmy Smith's. <laughs> But who Brandon loves, but I, I also kind of think that's why he would highlight this. <laughs> right, exactly. You know, this, this I think is him trying to. We're trying to. He's trying to have us read into this. Jimmy Smith, Brandon would cast him in his show. Yeah, but <laughs> that's what the misdirect is. I, I think just this, can't see this, Brandon coming up with Bluff City. Wait, what's it called? <laughs> Bluff City Law. <laughs> that's insane. <laughs> This might be like pre NYPD Blue, maybe. Maybe it's like even before that. Who knows? I'll say real. Love City Law. I'm gonna say real. Are you both saying real? Yeah, it's real. Yeah. Wait, wait, yeah. What, so what's up with this show? Bluff City. Okay. Law? So again, so again, I, I also wrote the tagline for that one. Um, Hell yeah. Go ahead, call his bluff. Uh, yeah, this is a new show. Like this is our like new. last two years. Um, so dumb. And he's just That's... a lawyer in like Bluff City, which I think is a nickname for like this town in like Tennessee or something. Terrible. Bluff oh, City Law. I gotta wa- I'm gonna That's watch. So, the, the That's pilot such a bad name. Sure. So this is what inspired <laughs> this game because I saw that and I was like, "There's no way. There's just no way. That's real." Um, I love it. Okay. <clears throat> <laughs> okay. Couple more. This is good. We're gonna keep going. Yeah, oh, yeah. keep going. Oh yeah. Have okay. Fun. Okay, here we go. Feed the Beast, starring David Schwimmer. Two lifelong friends bet it all. It's another Brandon guy. <laughs> no, it's no, not. No, no we all hate second. him. We all hate it's him. Not. No, yeah, we yeah. all hate him. It's not a Brandon guy. We all hate him. He gets t- brought up a lot. Yeah. Starring David Schwimmer. Two lifelong friends bet it all on their dream of a Greek restaurant in the Bronx, only to discover themselves in the seedy underbelly of corrupt crime world that truly runs the kitchen. Feed the beast. Feed the beast. Because like the beast is like like the city. I'll say fake. Oh man, this one's tough. I'll say fake. I think he brought up. Brandon swimmer. loves food stuff. Right. I could There's definitely that... see him concocting a, a restaurant themed show. Right. There's that, and the fact that he brought up Schwimmer. I think he made this up. Feed the beast. All right, I'll split. I'll split the diff. I'll say it's real. Feed the Beast is real. Oh man, terrible. Uh, it is. I forget what year it's from, but uh, Feed the Beast. 
Yeah, it's a real show. Um, this is after Friends, like so. Like he's riding the success of Friends. Twenty sixteen. Yes, only a couple episodes <laughs> ran. Ten episodes. What's what station? Is it CBS as well? AMC, I think. Oh, AMC. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> really? That's the thing with these networks. Sometimes it'll be like, oh, this person's been on a show for like six years on this like network that you don't. AMC about. is yeah. like a lot of high quality stuff too. That sounds terrible. Yeah. 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 I couldn't believe that's what I mean. Again, I, I, I again wrote I keep tweaking the taglines if they're real. But like, yeah, they, they have a dream of opening a Greek restaurant in the Bronx. That's like the, the detail that it points out. Um, OK. <clears throat> Cross-examination starring Kirk Cameron. A disgraced lawyer finds his faith and seeks to make amends with his past convictions that are littered with questionable ethics and practice. What's the name of the show again? Oh, cross, cross like, like, examination, like a cross, like crucifix, like oh, a, like a, and, it, and it's Kirk Cameron, the uh, when he got real religious. Oh now, man! The reason why I think this is probably fake, I could be wrong, is that what channel would would. Have a really religious themed uh, show like this. Maybe I could be wrong. Lifetime, but maybe, maybe Lifetime. Hallmark, one of those, like one of those. More, I don't know. Do they go religious? They go Christmas. <laughs> ABC Family. Yeah, but so overtly religious. No, ABC maybe Family I'm has wrong. that religious show. ABC Family has the Seven Hundred Club. I guess you're right. Yeah, I guess you're right. And Seven Seven was pretty religious. Yeah, besides, that would be country, CMT, CMT, the, the name shows, <laughs> yeah, CMT, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe I think it's name CMT. shows. Um, I think it's fake, but I, hey, I would love for it for I would love for it to be real. I'll say fake too. Yeah, it's fake. Okay, all right. <laughs> I couldn't resist cross examination. Yeah, it's but, pretty I mean, good. Come on, you—that's a show that would have existed in the '90s. I feel like, like. Like on like after touched by an angel, it's like yeah. a lawyer that is like trying right. to do like religious stuff. I, I think the like, Kirk Cameron thing made me like go like, okay, this is not real. It's too on the he's nose. Too, yeah, people know he's a Christian. Like to you know, that's like a, something he would like carry out on his own. Like I can see yeah. VHS tapes like of his own production company making like cross examination. He might have a reality show where he's like doing something like that. He probably does. He probably Maybe. had one. He probably had one at one point where, like, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, we'll do one more, and then I'll read you some of the other ones that I didn't get to spend as much time on. Um, or maybe we'll do two more. Uh, okay, uh, a baker's dozen. <laughs> Amanda Pete and Dermot Mulroney star in this <laughs> loaf out loud family riot fest that shows a baker's dozen under one roof. It's easier bread than done. Wow. Let's take a baker's family. Is that what you're saying? Like Amanda Pete and Dermot Mulroney star in this loaf out loud family riot fest that shows with a baker's dozen under one roof, it's easier bread than done. This is a show? Is it a show called Baker's Dozen? <laughs> or is it a film? Amanda Pete. Um, Amanda Pete and Dermot, Dermot Mulroney. <laughs> Not Dylan McDermott. Okay. Dermot Mulroney. What is the tone of the show? I'm trying to like, is it, it's like so goofy that, could this be real? Maybe. Is, it, is Amanda Pete on TV shows? 
She's on something now. Oh. Uh, I feel like I've only seen like what some movies it? with her. Dirty John or something? Baker's Dozen. Oh, yeah, I'll man. Say, yeah, why not? Real. I'll say real. I'll say it's... I don't know. I think it's fake. Final answer? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's fake. I made that. <laughs> <laughs> Dermot Milroney. <laughs> I was just trying to imagine the tone of this show. Is it a, I know. <laughs> like is it a, like a? All I can see I it as a Hallmark a, movie, but like yeah, as a show, yeah, I, I exactly. couldn't. All I all I thought was like I wanted to use for some reason Amanda Peet and Dermot Mulroney, and then I was like I want to do like a bunch of bread puns because I thought like if I put too many bread puns, they could think that okay, I wouldn't put that many bread puns. Um, okay, <laughs> last one. You're really pulling some good names. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I love yeah. these. I love this casting. This yeah. casting is is top notch. Uh, I'll tell you one of my, my other fake ones uh, when when we're all done. But okay, last one. Uh, Do not disturb, starring Jerry O'Connell and Dave Franco. The sexual exploits what? of the staff at Manhattan's trendy hotel, The Inn, will leave you saying, "Get a room." What's the name of the show? Sorry. Do not disturb. Do not disturb. Jerry O'Connell and Dave Franco. Dave Franco. Dave Franco. Interesting. Like O'Connell, yeah, I can see doing a show. Dave Franco is an interesting. That's an interesting cast casting right there. Because he's already pretty big, Dave Franco. I don't know if he's big. I don't know. I feel like if he's been in like, but is he too big to do a show like this? Like, is it too early for him to do a show like this? I guess it depends on when. Yeah, the show. That's true. Is it? Oh, is it an older show or is it a newer show? Hey, I I I want this to be real, so I'm going to say real. Yeah, sure, real. It's real, and it, it's it's old, older, and it, the pilot was directed by uh, <clears throat> Jason Bateman, but apparently it was oh, terrible. Wow. Uh, again, I wrote the tagline for that one. Um, I enjoyed that. Do not disturb. All right, so uh, I hope you guys enjoyed that game. Uh, I had a lot of fun doing it. I ran out of time. I would have done more. I'll tell you some of the ones I was, or one of the ones I was working on. I, I kept making myself laugh at the title, and I just knew that like it would never be real. But I just I like the idea that it's it's <laughs> the show's called <laughs> Doctor Nurse MD, and like I could, I could totally see like a thing like where like that's just like a stupid sitcom joke that they never stop talking about. Um, and I was like trying to say that the premise is that it's Fred Savage and Jada Pinkett Smith, uh, who have like a private practice together, and she is a nurse and he's a doctor, and his last name is Nurse, so that's like their, you know. Oh, just, I, okay. You know what I mean? Nurse. <laughs> yeah. It's very funny. Doctor Nurse <laughs> MD. Um, so that was fun. Um, I love that. That was great. That was fun. Yeah. Hard to hard to do. The casting part's easy. It's hard to make like blur the line of what could be real and what uh, could be fake. But there's a lot of ridiculous shows out there. Um, anyway, we don't really have to go back to the other stuff. That commercial break. I just kind of want to put that that. <laughs> oh yeah, the whole thing premise. was a commercial break. Oh, that was. <laughs> yeah. Wait, this was a commercial break. That was a commercial break. Oh wow! But we need to talk about some of these things. Uh, some of our strengths and weaknesses as podcasters, but also also the three of our friendships. You know, like we have things like there are certain things where it's like Dave and I have this thing that Dan is just no on or like me and Dan. That's the third rail right now in our text chat is, is movie stuff where 
Dan Dan yelled at Dave the other day for uh, saying something about Dune, right? So, it's like, <laughs> oh yeah, Dave didn't like the new Dune trailer. Now, it looks like the greatest movie I've ever seen. Like this new Dune trailer, Dave was like, "Yeah, now nah, I like it less now." That just yeah, it me got off. me less psyched about the movie. Right. I and had like, this idea of what the movie should be like, and it didn't match. That trailer did not match it. And I, I just don't. I just it. don't. I'll never. And I don't want to understand what. Like, not only do I not understand, I don't want to understand. Like, <laughs> like, like, come with me. Each of us, in some capacity, over some designated time frame, maybe it's a year from now, we revisit this. But we all have to do a little bit of homework, to so that we can kind of instead of being like. You know, two of us are a three on this topic. One's a one. At least let's get it to a two, so we can kind of broaden our uh, our our like discussion knowledge base, and then to see if we really truly don't like it. Great example, The Firm, right? Movie that I've been saying for years, right? Guys, you got to watch. You got to watch. You got to watch. You got to watch it. And then finally, we you did for the podcast, and now you know you both really loved yeah, it's it. Right? Awesome, definitely. Um, yeah. Is there anything you guys can think of? Aside from some, like you know the Marvel stuff, which I think Dan is kind of just now just said that's just off limits. Like we're not going to give Dave any homework for that. No, I don't think Dave wants to. Like, it's not that's the thing. Like, yeah, yeah. When it comes to Marvel, I would only watch it if we were for, watching it for the podcast. For the podcast, and right. I would like make a thing out of it. I it does right. not interest me on my own, and that's just, right. that's just a thing. That's like I never really liked that type of stuff. It's not like I think it's bad. I just don't find it interesting on your left uh-huh on my left got it so another one similar to that but on the opposite and so dave and i for so long you know love survivor big brother yeah like we say like oh, D- dan would never like get into that but now all of a sudden dan is like crept into that world okay. with his yes boat show. that's true you know what i mean so more like more people than ever you guys were first with survivor you guys were first definitely tell like with me I've had more people than ever get into Survivor now because the one season was on Netflix. It's on Netflix. I know. Netflix, I yes. saw that too. So many people in it, like back, like every, like Survivor is like like huge I, again. It's always been it's always been pretty big, but it's like huge Former again. Former guest, friend of the yeah. show, Longo said that they start like like we're binging it, right? Yes, and like a lot of people are Survivor. Like it's new, and like they're back into like they're people that like me, like never really did it from the beginning. Um, and then Danny, think, yeah, it could be my time. Oh, go ahead, Dave. Go ahead, Dave. I think only select seasons were on Netflix too, right? It wasn't like right. The that, whole that's series. the thing. It's too long it's for kind me. Of to interesting. Ju- it's too long for me to try and do it from the beginning. I don't really know it's what I should do. It's not necessary to do that. You don't need to do that. Just go into certain seasons. Like it's con- yeah. they're self contained. But there's like so there's I, like so all star seasons where it's people I don't know. Like I don't want to do that. That is the yeah. one exception. But you don't really need to know. Okay. Okay. So here's the thing. Like, I feel like we got to give Danny some homework. We got to give Danny his survivor homework. This is just on your horizon now. I would say just watch the new season when it comes out. Okay. That's a good idea because then you don't have to commit to binging. Yeah. You can follow along. Survivor. What do you think, Dan? Do you think you could do that? Well, it's one, you know, the big, the difference for me and TV is, you know, it's, it's a dual effort. I, I don't have shows I watch by myself. They're like, I, like, like, Leslie has so much free time because I do this and I work late sometimes where she, she watches so much stuff by herself that I don't watch. I don't have right. that. I don't have things I watch by myself like, right, at all. Right. If I'm watching TV, it's with her. And like, if I stay up a little later, 
I can't like have TV on because it'll keep her awake. <laughs> so <laughs> there, there's different like challenges that I have to navigate right. around. But would she be into it? Yeah, she would. So uh, I mean, she, I she like give it a she, try. Yeah, give it a try. I have heard nothing but amazing things from you guys first. I'm giving you the credit, but then from so many other people too that are that just obsess over it now. And it's like. Yeah, I'd probably be really into it. Like you know, you could, from you what, could say yeah. it, Dan. You you thought it was just some Dave and I bullshit, and then it got validated by. Okay, listen. I don't I, think he was ever <laughs> anti no. it, though. No, yeah. I know. Survivor is one of those things where I'm like, it's a whole other territory. I'm not anti, but it's it's just like a whole other new thing where I have like ten other shows on the docket queued up that like I, right. I you know I that I'm like committed that. to watching. That. That's yeah. kind of always been my attitude uh, around just reality TV. In general, I know it's silly and fun and can be amazing, uh, but but yeah, now that I'm kind of been into some more reality TV like Below Deck, I kind of want to open you know open it <laughs> open up to horizons, like to the other yeah. like shows that people you celebrate. St- you stepped into that world. Yeah, it was a great turn of events. I would also love to do the, the MTV challenges too, because like I did yeah. love those back in the day, and then I stopped. But basically, once I went to college, I like you know stopped watching TV shows. Um, right. And then got back into it, you know, later. But everybody, I mean, people that I know that watch those, they like, like people that have just grown beyond MTV and don't watch MTV, they still return to that when it comes back on. Yeah, like that yeah. like like so. That's another one. But yeah, I would do Survivor. I mean, it's, I'm sure it's amazing. If you guys think it's something where I wouldn't really need to, I could jump in. Yeah. I think yeah. it helps to maybe to know some context, but they they do a good job like making every season stand on its own for the most part yeah, e- th- even if there's stuff to know they do a good job at like yeah giving you whatever backstory you need okay yeah i would love to watch one of the older seasons too um yeah, yeah. Netflix has some yeah or watch what's, like, whatever's on netflix too yeah yeah if if i ever wanted to do like more seasons of the show i would have to buy the cbs streaming <laughs> which would be another right. streaming service <laughs> i'd have to buy yeah but i don't know All if access. i really want to do that yeah this <laughs> Or is it Paramount Plus now? Or I think oh, it's Paramount. oh, maybe they are on Paramount. There is a separate CBS one. I think it. I think it became Paramount. It became Paramount. Okay, yeah, that's what we yeah. don't. We don't. We don't have that one. We have like every other one. <laughs> we don't have the Paramount one. Um. All right, but yeah, I'm I'm on board. Can Can you guys think of any like off the top of your head anything like like that that for any of us that would be like like a fill the gap type of thing. Well, I have more things I would do that you guys, <laughs> yeah, personally, not necessarily TV, but like my mission pretty much since we started doing this podcast is I would like to be able to keep up with you guys with more music stuff in general. This is less TV. Uh, I don't know if you asked specifically with TV. Did you ask specifically no, for no, TV, it could, be any, it could be about anything. It could music, be about anything. Music in general. Prince, uh, you know, I did it. I started. Now I'm a bigger fan than you guys. Right. Um, right. Yeah. <laughs> um. Right, so that was one, but there's still more, you know, that I want to dive into and you know and and explore. So music is always a big one for me, even more so than the movies and TV stuff. But um, but yeah, Brandon, I mean, you've been watching so many movies. I mean, you know, I I don't know if I would ever do that, like what, you, what you've been doing. But there are a ton of movies I would like to see that I've never seen, like classics, they, like like famous movies that I've never seen. I think I've told you guys, like. I've seen a lot of like stupid '80s movies. I've never watched like good like Oscar '80s movies. For some reason, that decade, the good stuff, like the Oscar stuff, like the critic mm. heavy stuff, right? I'm, I'm missing it in that decade for some reason. I haven't seen any of those. 
Like I've seen the action movies in the 80s, you know, the big famous blockbusters, and I've seen some corny movies, and I've seen, you know, comedies. <laughs> I'm missing the Oscar category. You haven't seen Gandhi. You have not right, seen... Right, uh... <laughs> right. Yes. The, uh, yeah, but out I think, of, I think, out of uh, Africa. Um, right. Yeah. I haven't seen any of these. Like, I think those, I, I feel like... I don't know if you feel this way, Dave, too. I feel like it, that some of those, like, ten, not tenfold, but, like, those Oscar 80s movies are not as kind of revered as a lot of other stuff from the 80s that is better. Uh, I mean, some of it is. Interesting. I don't really know about the critical assessment anymore about some of those movies, but I have seen a lot of those movies like recently because I I think I've been a little bit in the same boat where I have like certain directors I've seen a lot of movies from, but like a lot of like the big, like I just named two movies like kind of out of a joke, but I just see, I did see both those movies this year and I was like, oh, they're, they're pretty good. I'm glad I watched them. Do I like them more than, um, Ferris Bueller's not really but it was cool to see it's cool to see like what a prestigious movie was like in the 80s it's like it kind of has a different vibe to it sure right than other eras uh I don't know but uh yeah just watch yeah you should do the Oscars you should watch all the Oscar films that were nominated from the 80s that could be fun you get I to watch Driving Miss Daisy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or uh, um, In Terms of Endearment, never seen. Oh, that one's pretty that's good. That's great. Yeah. Or what's, what's the other Robert Redford? There's another there's a Robert Redford. Reds? Is that? No, it's not him. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think of that. He, dire- he well, directed out of Africa. Out of, okay, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. He, he directed Ordinary People, which is great. Ordinary People. That's the other one. Yeah. yeah I haven't seen that one. Good. Mo- that's a good movie, yeah. Yeah. Um, I yeah, I mean, I, I've I seen Raging the, Bull. Raging Bull's them. great. I've seen that. Raging Bull's yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. King of Comedy. I, that's that's a great Scorsese. King, yeah, After Hours. After Hours is, is also pretty tight. Yeah. Um, I wrote down some music stuff too because, like, I definitely, like, I definitely, at a certain point, just kind of like stopped listening to hip hop and rap again like in any capacity like there was a while where like I was trying to keep up with it more because I had just like stopped and uh I definitely need to like fill my gaps there like like I I am just so like there's so much stuff where you if you name an artist I'd be like I have no idea yeah that that's probably the only area where I could maybe talk to Dave about some stuff and less you I don't think more. there's yeah. I don't think there's any other areas where I could really do that with just Dave, where it's like you where you wouldn't Brandon, where you would just wouldn't be aware at all. Like I can't. Uh, it's a Sopranos. Oh, he said Sopranos. And some yeah. rap music, you, you but also like I mean, yeah. I'm I'm you know I go through phases of like being really on the know of what's going on in rap, and then also just not at all because I'm just listening to Joni Mitchell albums. <laughs> you know so like i'm just always doing my own thing and I, i'm i like that i like that i get interested in different things at different times and yeah it's part, i it's, definitely it's, yeah yeah i definitely like less rap now than when i was in college and college I was listening to a lot um, yeah a lot of different rappers and stuff now you know I've, i think i'm hitting old man territory where i think a lot of it is bad um, right. <laughs> unfortunately, I am kind of getting to that where like there's really only a couple rappers I get excited about, you know, 
where I'm like anticipating new stuff from them. Like there's only a handful now. There's really not that many. But then some, but then I find new rappers that I've never heard of. I'm like, oh, this is awesome. Like, right. Okay. Doing my pitchfork listening. There's a few rappers on there that are great. I just, there's, there's a guy that's playing Saturday at pitchfork. That's, um, he's like a Southern rapper. He's really good. Um, something cream, Maxo cream. Oh, Bubba Sparks. <laughs> He's yeah, great. Bubba's, yeah, Bubba I've been Sparks. following him for a long time. <laughs> Bubba Sparks. No, no. I, yeah, that sounds cool. Maxo Cream. Mean, he's he's like from Texas. He's Maxo great. Cream. Yeah, he's he's on Saturday of Pitchfork. Like I was listening to him the other day. It's awesome. Um, yeah. So um, I get that. I wrote yeah. down. I wrote down that I want to try and make an effort to watch a little bit of college hoops. Oh, okay. Interesting. Cool. Because like. Like, you know, Dave learned a little bit about basketball for late to the game, which he probably will be doing again. Spoilers. Um, But, like, go ahead, Dan. Um, No, continue. Continue. Yeah, go ahead. Well, because, like, one, you know, like, I I never know about any of the, like, rookie class until draft, like, the draft week when all the podcasts, like, decide that they've been watching college hoops the last six months when they really weren't. so then I don't know. So then, you know, but then like, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I like, but clearly I like basketball. I would get into it. Like I would watch at least mean maybe like an Indiana game here or there to at least be able to be like, Oh, I saw that Dan <laughs> and know what I was talking about. But here's the thing though. I would never tr- try and sell that to anybody. I used to have that attitude about college hoops that I thought like everything about it was just better than what the NBA was. And I'm just, it's, it's not true. I'm like, I could fully admit that now I'm wrong. I've been wrong for years. Like competitive <laughs> NBA basketball is light years better. It's, it's amazing. Like, like I just don't have a team. I care that much about like in the NBA, you know, I was living in Brooklyn. I passively rooted for the nets. I still do, you know, a little bit, but like, I don't care nearly as much because I have the college connection with Indiana. It's where I went. I right. Went, I went right. to. I went to every game as a student. I didn't miss one. Right. Home that's game. I went to every. Yeah. Single that's part game. of it too. Is it's like. It, yeah. You're gonna have that. Connection. Yeah. So like, I would never try and sell that on somebody who doesn't have that connection because I only care because I went there and I've just I've followed the team very very closely since I went there and a little bit throughout my childhood too because my dad went there and we, and I we used to watch some games as a kid. Then they fired the coach. My dad stopped rooting <laughs> for them. That's a whole other thing. <laughs> right. Um, Bob Knight. You know. Well, it's funny yeah, you say yeah. that about the competitive thing because, like, I've been watching the like the the Olympic like Team USA and like following along with the the sentiment there, and it's kind of the same thing. People are like, "Oh, the NBA just puts out such a shitty product. Like, this is real basketball. Like, this is what real fouls are. Like, it's like it's the same thing. We're like, yeah, because it, I mean, it is true to some capacity that NBA like they just like the stars just get like treatment with fouls where it's like anything gets called. And it yeah. Terrible. I don't think I'll ever be interested enough to watch regular season NBA in my life. Really? I don't think I ever will consistently do that. Maybe if like Indiana university disbanded or something <laughs> and it just, like wasn't a thing and I just needed a sport to follow aggressively. Yeah. Then maybe I would do that. But, um, playoff basketball, that product, like the, the competitiveness of, Players at that level competing is is like no other. I just don't have a team I follow, but it is a better right. Pro, it is a more right. exciting thing. Although the NCAA tournament in college basketball is really great, it is awesome. Even if you don't have a rooting interest, it's very I've never fun. followed a tournament. Yeah, um, I was considering maybe being like 
like who are the Sixers like touting as their prospects, and then like maybe I'll watch like a couple of them. Like I don't know. I was trying to figure out a way in in some capacity. Well, the easy way is gambling. You just start gambling. That's what a lot of people do. Well, yeah. <laughs> you just start gambling. <laughs> that's how you get into it. <laughs> that's um, how you care. Like that's yeah. I mean that's just so many people. I would say that's probably majority of sports fans at this point. I mean it's just so many that. Um, I'll cut gems. I do get. This is me again being like just old man. This is the old man stuff in me. Like I, I do get kind of bothered when people only get passionate about sports when there's money on the line. I get like, right. fuck off. Fuck you. Like this isn't like, right. like a part of me is like, you know, gets like annoyed at that. Like, no, you're not, this, you're not a fan. You're just going to lose money. You're not a like, fan like, of it. Like, like, <laughs> right. You like, don't care about the love of the, love of the game. It's yeah. about the love of the game. Right. And, but, and I hate having that the kind of, of the money. <laughs> I hate I hate being that guy because it is like lame, but uh-huh. but at the same time, it, I don't know. I get nuts, you know, and I, I've I think I've bet on Indiana basketball like a couple times since I've started rooting for them like years ago. But I don't get I get nuts. I don't need that to get nuts about them, and I get pissed right, off. Right, with, you know, and it kind of bothers me with people. Like I don't know, but there is that. Um, yeah, it's it's a product I will never sell, Brandon. You don't need to do that. <laughs> I'll never tell you you okay, need to do so it. So maybe I won't. Um, <laughs> but it, it is fun to just make. But like people that like make the bracket and try and follow the tournament, none, a lot of them don't aren't watching regular season college basketball. Most of them, right? Aren't. I would right, say most right. people aren't. I just have one team where I, I watch every game. But um, so you Dave, can you can do that. You, you can anything? do that in March. It's fun. Yeah. Anything for you popping up that you're thinking, Dave? It's a good question. Um, you know, I've tried to follow sports in the past, but I just do not have the interest. Oh, like long, I got one for interest. Dave. I have one for Dave. Go for it. Yeah, Dave has said a few times he hasn't watched that much like '90s movies. That I could say. I, I there's a lot of films you guys bring up that I just did yes. not watch. Yeah, um, that's a, that's a thing where me and Brandon align where Dave doesn't like a lot of like just. Movies as kids that came out that uh, that I watched. I was like kind of like action films or like high suspense thrillers. You guys are really knowledgeable about like that. uh, I have not seen, but at the same time, if you made a list, I I would probably check out some of those movies. But it's hard to just like dive into something I'm like abstractly (laughs) yeah interested interested in. You know. Well, that's so, why, yeah, that's like one of the things I want to say. Maybe if we find something like that, we can, Dan and I can say, like, okay, let's say, Dave, you got to watch like this first. At least, like, prioritize that. But I mean, we'd have to think about that a little more. Yeah. Um, like, Dan, Dave and I have been telling you for a couple of years now that Phantom Thread is the best comedy of, like, you know. Yeah, hey, I still haven't seen it. I need to watch it. I still never right. watched I still, it. I still haven't watched it. I would like, I would like to watch that. In fact, I, I've only seen, like, a couple of his movies, uh, Daniel Day Lewis, really. Yeah. Um, you should definitely watch that. Dave, I wrote down <laughs> this probably, this isn't like the super like, uh, conversational podcast topic, but I wrote down office hours because like, it's so funny that like how much you love that podcast. And like, like we talked about on the show, how like, you know, I was such a Tim and Eric fan back in the day. And like, I keep so bad wanting to like get into it but like i bet i i've been like falling behind on all my podcasts so bad but i also know what that's like when you like have a podcast that you love and like sometimes you want to like talk about it with someone oh yeah uh, i mean there's so many things i do where like i don't feel the need to to like 
get other people involved in. At this point in my life, I'm very comfortable just being like, I love this shit, but I'm not like expecting anybody else to like join in with me. I do think you guys would find that show so funny. Like, I know it's, I to would. me is the I funniest love, show. I love him. I love consistently him so much. every week. I, know I would. Yeah. yeah. And they talk yeah. about music all the time. Like it's stuff that we. I know. The, like, topics, the Randy like, Newman thing this week. Like I really like. I was like, I gotta listen to it. Yeah. I want to see what that was about. So like, I think you guys would just really enjoy it. And, and um, his Instagram, so I, they'll show clips from it sometimes, and it's so funny. Yeah, yeah, it's so yeah. good. So I just think I think you guys would it would be a perfect show for both of you guys to get into. But like. I mean, I'm just laughing every week. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I no, don't I, care I, about connecting it like with my friends. Like I, I, I can connect with other stuff with them. I've yeah, I've got I've gotten a lot better at that. Like over time, like, like the that kind of desire to just like talk about stuff. I think that kind of goes back to what Dan and I talked about in the past about like TV. Like I'm just like, I think maybe that mindset, like especially lost when it was on, like having like years worth of like constant speculation right, after right. every episode like i'm like very into that routine and like obviously podcasts are not that's not the best yeah. format for that but sometimes i'm like oh, i just wish i could talk to someone about hollywood handbook like <laughs> aside right. from a reddit thread from four years ago you know what i mean like, right, like right. from that episode like so so like it's sometimes like i get that itch to like discuss stuff but i've gotten a lot better at like being able to manage that that's interesting because like yeah there's certain shows that are fun to talk about or movies you saw that are really more like mysteries that, like that like lead to like discussion but like other things like i don't care if if i'm the only person i know listening to whatever i'm listening to on my own like i don't really care i'll like if i think something is if i see, hear something that i think you guys would like i'll just send it in and right. i don't like feel like oh they didn't listen to it at this point in my life i don't i don't give a shit Right. But, um, you know, it's fun sometimes it's like when people are all getting involved and stuff, but we do a lot of that stuff in, on the podcast. So like, right. I must get a lot of my, that certain fix in, you know, through, through doing that, you know? Right. Like connecting on the, this like kind of pop music, like that's what we do on this podcast. And right. that's where I get my fill f for that, that community. So I guess. Yeah. yeah. I um, know. totally. I, I I thought of it too late, and so I only got one response so far. But I did. Tr I was going to try and reach out to some friends of the show and listeners about them answering this question for us about like what's something that maybe all or each of us need to defend, like a take or an opinion, and also what are some gaps that we need to fill like as a podcast, like of stuff to like talk about. I thought that could be like an interesting thing to get. So again, I came up with this literally in the middle of the night last night. Um, and I, so I, we got a, uh, from listener guest of the show, friend of the show, Zach Jones, uh, sent me a little list. This is what he sent me. So he, 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 uh, <laughs> I love this list so much. And it's funny because actually some of it kind of we've t we've touched on a little bit. So for music, he said Krautrock, Krautrock, uh, Zouk or Zouk, which is Caribbean music. He put in parentheses Philip Glass and Shoegaze. So that that those that's the music category that Zach wants us to I, explore. I barely know wow. anything about these things. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, Philip Glass is the only thing we've 
Well, okay, Philip Glass, we've definitely mentioned on the show. Krautrock, we may have just said quickly in passing. What is that? What is that? I have That's... no idea if we've ever said Krautrock. What is that? We maybe have said it when we, like. It's a can. Like, it's like German, yeah. like 70s German rock and roll. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I know, I know nothing. <laughs> like kind of an art rock thing, movement in the 70s. Yeah. Craft work, I guess is. Craft work, okay. Kind of associated yeah. with that, but their sounds pretty different from like. Their sounds different, but I think they are. I guess adjacent, and that's the only reason maybe we would have maybe said the word crap rock, but maybe. Um, shoegaze. Is it like, I feel like is it like a hot dog? No way. We like talked about shoegaze. What? Go ahead. Like sauerkraut is it like a hot dog thing. <laughs> like a, like a food based. I think it's an offensive term, actually. Kraut rock. It's like a <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe calling yeah, Germans yeah. krauts. Um, Dan, how, what would you, what would you, th- do you know what shoegaze is? It's a, it's a term I've seen. I have no idea what it is. I've, I've heard well, so th- it. Yeah. Try like, like think, I mean, the, the clues are there. Shoegaze? Yeah. Yeah. But I think you've, <laughs> the clues are there only if you've seen these bands though. Looking at shoes? L- yeah. Uh, look at a shoe. A sound. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like, you're like, it's like, you're just like looking down. <laughs> Is that really – is that, like, it, the image? It's named that because it's, like, a lot of the bands are just, like – they're not, like, super in-your-face, super, like, oh. on-stage performative. But the sound yeah. is, like, heavy guitar, wash guitar, yeah. vocals low in the mix. Uh, like, My Bloody Valentine's, like, the classic shoegaze band. Yeah. But I don't know if you even have – do you do you know about – there was pretty indie. I, I don't know if you would know that type of stuff. Like from the nineties? Probably not. No. I'm like really only starting to like more indie stuff like the last couple of years. Yeah. <laughs> really. Right. It yeah. is such a new newer thing for me. And I'm realizing now I've missed out on a lot of great stuff. Because I was busy listening to like the game's seven mixtapes <laughs> from two thousand eight. <laughs> like that's what I was doing in college, listening to shit like that. So I've just like missed out on a lot of classic and I continued doing that through like until 2014, basically. Yeah. <laughs> That's an interesting little list from Zach. Yeah. So for film, he said, <laughs> I love this because like this is just like good stuff, but like not really stuff that would probably find its way onto the show uh, at all. Uh, but he said Spaghetti Westerns, Hong Kong Jackie Chan, Louis Banuel, and Mumblecore. <laughs> Which, <laughs> I just love that Zach, well. like, What? Boonwell, he he mentions mentions. I know. I literally, I just freaking had the. I sent him a picture because I have the like the collection that Criterion just put out because I watched um, the discreet charm of the oh, bourgeoisie. It's a good one. Yeah. Uh, um, I don't think I don't think that... we're going to talk about that on the show. Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, may, uh, we could. I don't know what I would say about it. Other in than general, it's when, good. when I've gotten suggestions from people, a lot of times it's stuff that they think we would be good at analyzing. But in my opinion, it, it's not funny. Like, and, and I've run into this issue a lot when I get suggestions from anybody. It's like hmm. it's treated as, I guess, more like wanting. Like maybe people like listening to us and th- you know think we're good at analysis. I don't think I'm. I'm good. <laughs> I, I don't think I am at all. Um, I just. Tr- I think we do come up with. I think. I think if we spend enough time on stuff that we, we do come up with like a like a b- pretty good like bigger picture maybe, on things. 
you know, uh, right. Context. And, this, and this is like a whole thing. Maybe isn't even good for this episode, right? There's like a whole debate we can get into here of like what, like what more we could do with the show itself. But like, yeah, when I do get suggestions, it just feels like it's, Hey, it's summer camp. More. That's what this is. It this just feels this episode <laughs> is. true. It just, feel, it just feels like it's stuff that is analysis and it's probably good music or good movies or whatever, but it drifts away from being silly. It drifts away from comedy which I think needs to be continue to be the primary source of entertainment right. in our show. I do love the Jackie Chan, though that that could, that could be, be fun. Good, that was that that, I'm sorry, good, Zach said Jackie Chan too. Yeah, that could be a Jackie fun Chan. thing yeah. to Definitely. talk about. Yeah, Bruno, that's, Bruno that, friend of the show, is the biggest right. Jackie Chan fan that I, I I know. He's seen every movie of his. So like he would be good for yeah. something like that. Yeah. Um. So TV, he said. The Honeymooners, wow. he said, Stephen Bacho TV shows, which is L.A. Law and NYPD Blue, okay. which is like okay. similar to where we yeah. were yeah. Before, you know, earlier talking about uh, the TV stuff. Soul Train and Lifetime Originals. Soul Train's awesome. Yeah. Soul Train is awesome. Yeah. Lifetime Originals, that could be fun. Yeah, that, yeah, would, that, could, that would be we funny. Could make, that's yeah. more we could our find, lane, I think. It yeah, is, yeah. We, could, we could. Yeah. Um, this is great. Yeah. Uh, uh, and again, stuff that I when he sent this, he was like, I don't know if any of this will like <laughs> make sense. I was like, well, this last stuff has some stuff in there. He wrote for other. He wrote indie wrestling. Again, another connection to guest and friend Bruno. Yeah. Okay. Dune, which we talked about already, yeah. just a couple, Dave. you know, a little bit ago. Yeah, Dave hates it. Wrote, I can get into Dune. Dave hates it. Uh, neo <laughs> Neo expressionist art. <laughs> John Michael Buqua. I don't know how to pronounce that. Basquiat. Um, yeah, is that how you say it? Yeah, the artist from like the '80s, the graffiti guy. Um, he's cool. Yeah, there you go, Dave. Dave's chiming in for you. Yeah, our art. I guy. can. I, I like. I know some art stuff. I can say it's cool if I like it. I. I mean, maybe we can go into those categories. It's like, to me, what I like about the show is when we kind of discuss pop culture figures that are not always critically beloved, but. Us trying to see like the good in them, you know? Oh yeah, I, or like the fun, the fun thing about them, or the silly things about them, and yeah, like, not I taking love, it too seriously. Uh, yeah, yeah, like G- Gutenberg. I love talking about him. Yeah, yeah, I love like yeah, like these characters. Yeah. So, oh, and he also wrote hard-boiled detective novels, which again ties into the detective wow. thing um, from before. But so what Zach, I, what Zach, I like, I'm not not that smart. I don't. I think. Yeah, I, I think don't know. that's not our show. Dave, we can't do I, that. I really think you're giving us too much credit on our capabilities here. This is great. <laughs> Thank you for this. This is all not good capable. stuff. Not well, capable. See, but this, that's what I was going to say. Is that <laughs> I love this list because I think this this could help. You know, just give more context for making connections to pop culture stuff. You know, because you know, at the end of the day, a lot of stuff you know filters itself down to pop culture. You know, and there's those influences there. So you know, then it's just more things to learn about. Maybe that we wouldn't get into on the show, but spend some time, you know, like there's totally stuff in here that'd be like, oh, yeah, I do want to know more about that. Um, what is this uh, uh, episode called, Brandon? Don't know what it's called. <laughs> Something with Sherlock, maybe. But it also has nothing to do with Sherlock. Um, da- oh, Dan, you were you were going to say before that you were thinking of some Sherlock stuff that you liked. Oh, sure. Um, the Benedict Cumberbatch show. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was Fantastic, start to finish. Um, very clever, so, really good. The only, the only thing 
I don't like about that show is the last season. Um, spoiler alert. Uh, the Christmas thing that they did? No. The thing with the, spoiler alert, with the sister. <sighs> yeah. See, I don't even really remember. <laughs> it's a, it's I, a problem that these shows run into. It, it happened with Doctor Who a lot where, like, your character is supposed to be the smartest character in the universe type of thing. And, like, they're only as smart as the writers of the show. And then they introduce a character who's smarter than that character. Right. And so it's just, like... Oh, becomes, I remember now. I Because you said that, like, I remember now. Yeah. It comes, like, so convoluted. And you're just, like, what is like what is going on? This is, It became, like, a superhero show. Like, it became, like... like it, it, it was not, like, a detective show at all. They did, like, a time travel Christmas special thing that was really interesting. Where it like took place in the past, but I think it was oh, yes. I think it was inside I his do. head the whole time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah it, it was crazy. That show was nuts. He, I loved it. Great acting. There's some great. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I love that. But show. I also i I liked the uh, Robert Downey movies. I thought they were pretty good. They were pretty fun. The Guy Ritchie, the Guy Ritchie um, Sherlock movies. I only saw the first one. I was going to ask you about that if you had ever seen. Yeah, it. second those. one was good, was good too. It's been a while. I haven't watched them in a while. But yeah, me and Leslie went to the theater for both of those. Really fun. Good stuff. About Sherlock Gnomes. Did you see that one? No. And there was like a recent Sherlock movie that I never saw where he's like really young that I didn't see either that came out, I think. Well, and then they did the Enola Holmes with the girl from Stranger Things where she's also supposed to be playing like a sister. Um, Elementary, never watched that. Spock is canonically uh, related to Sherlock Holmes. What? Really? Star Trek. Yeah. The, char- apparently, the character Spock. Apparently, he yes. There is an episode where he like says like that he like he is from the line of like Sherlock Holmes. I feel like that's illegal. How how did they pull that off? <laughs> wow. Um, what network was well, original order, Star Trek on? <laughs> what? What network was original Star Trek on? You got to track down like the well, CBS. I, don't think he's, I can't. I'll have to find the quote. Um, I think it is CBS though. So. Uh, Law and Order: Criminal Intent. That's the one with Vincent D'Onofrio, where he always like bent over. Yeah, and he would uh, investigate like that. Like that dynamic is seriously. That's like the the thing that people like always talk about with that show. Whenever he would investigate, he would like put his hands behind his back and like go like, "Oh yeah," like when like looking at the the suspect. Um, but him and the partner are supposed to be like like the Sherlock and Watson duo. Got it. Mm-hmm. Um, the ter- apparently terrible movie with. Will Farrell and John C. Riley. Oh, I forgot about that one. Yeah. Right, right. They did one. Yeah. Um, I've never read anything though, but I don't read anything. That's something I would like to do. We don't talk about you know, books really on the show at all, but I mean, I feel like I should read. Yeah. I feel like I don't know how to read. Oh, and like the good, like a show like The Good Doctor, which I didn't know what that was, but I hear everyone talk about it, and then when I read about it, it's like he is autistic, um, but like they're like. Like you know, like like Sherlock, he can figure out a you know a medical mystery like immediately. It just seems like like so much of of that stuff just kind of boils down to that like character archetype, which is why I think it's so much more adapted than you know like like King Arthur and all that type of stuff because it's hard to make that exist in modern times. Like you could do like a modern adaptation of King Arthur, sure, but it's like also just the character ar- archetype of Sherlock Holmes. Like yeah, it's just a detective, but then he became ubiquitous with being a detective. So it's just kind of like you're always going to kind of think of that, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it, you're like 
it's going to be hard to be like, oh, well, he's not really like Sherlock, but it's like, well, kind of is. Yeah. It'd be cool to see Pacino play Sherlock since he played <laughs> Shylock so well. <laughs> and uh, the filmed version of Merchant of, Venice. Merchant of Venice. Maybe on stage, too. I don't know if he played uh, Shylock on stage, but Shylock, Sherlock. Who would be his Watson? Oh, my God. It would be uh, Penelope Ann Miller. I don't know. I got uh, speaking of Miller and Sherlock. Like I said, that elementary Dave, you kept referencing that. Have you ever seen it, or did you just know that it was a Sherlock thing? Which one? Elementary. I knew. I knew it was Sherlock, but I've. I definitely have never seen it. Um, pretty good. Watched like two up through three episodes. <laughs> I could totally see myself watching all, however many seasons there are of it. But I'm. I can't do that to myself right now. But. I could totally see that happening. Oh, Watson. Oh, <laughs> Watson. Watson. Oh. <laughs> that would be good, like an aging. Oh, well, they did. Uh, was There was an Ian McKellen movie a couple years ago, Dave, right? Mr. Holmes, where he's like. Is I don't know. To be... I don't know about that one. I don't know if he plays an old version of Sherlock or if he plays like Sir Arthur Conan Doyle and they just called it Mr. Holmes. Well, I know. Yeah. I don't know, but I was going to bring up. Um... The Dune trailer again. Okay, yeah. And I just want to ask, like, Dan, like, what about this movie do you like? And did you not think it was, like, a little too dark and shadowy for your taste? Slowed down, um, like, creepy version of of a Pink Floyd song for the trailer? I don't know if I was feeling that. That's dangerous territory, that song thing is. We do know that. Oh, yeah. I I I don't know if I like that. The, the, um, um, and then <laughs> seemed too serious or something, too dry. I know it's a sand, it's a, it's a desert drama, a desert fantasy, but too dry. <laughs> a little too dry. It's funny well, because what are you doing? It is very <laughs> dry. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? There were two jokes in the trailer, and so many people were like, oh, jokes really? in a Dune movie? In a Denis Villeneuve movie? Jokes? What? Oh, see, I, I didn't even catch it. That's that's my bad, but... Because uh, the Aquaman says to uh, Timmy Chalamet, he says, uh, oh, work at, you, you look like you got in shape. And he's like, really? No. Oh, uh, that's kind a, of a, I guess that's kind a of a weird, okay. weird thing to put in the trailer. Right. Um... I think I saw the dry trailer. I, I picked the wrong trailer. I saw the dry only trailer. Dry cut. Yeah. Extra dry. Desert Extra dry. dry. Dune trailer 2021. Well, it's going to be multiple films. There's that. Is it really? Yes. Is it a trilogy or a duality? A I duo- don't. Well, this is, I don't know. This is, I believe it's splitting the book that I just, because I just finished the book like a couple weeks ago. It's splitting that in L. Ron Dude, Hubbard. I think right? it's two. I think it's two. It's L. Ron Hubbard. <laughs> yes, wrote the book. <laughs> um, no, what do you did? <laughs> did <laughs> um, so you think it's that's just, sorry. So me two films split the book in half. Um. How they filmed both? Do we know anything about no. that, or just I don't think I don't even think it's it it actually confirmed. I think they were going to see how this one did, right? But I, but I also don't know. And Dan, will you watch the original or 
the one from eighty the eighties. Not David bef- Lynch. Film. Not before I watch this. No, I no. don't think so. I kind of want to go in pretty fresh. You know, I barely know what it's about. You know, and I kind of want to keep I, it like that. Yeah, I like the book. It's good. Um, I get why it's it became such a phenomenon. I I, I totally get it. Um, All these like sci-fi things are like loosely based on it. Like they they pull from it, right? Isn't that kind of the deal with doing like Star Wars? Kind Star of Wars must. Yeah. All the sands like um, <laughs> monsters. No, that I think worm that's, that that's a up. thing. That's yeah. I'm not like, even the, kidding. The, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. No, I know. Yeah, I know. I'm not fucking um, kidding. Beetlejuice. I'm not fucking kidding here. <laughs> Beetlejuice with the sand thing. <laughs> when like Boba yeah, Fett the, yeah, falls into that sand monster thing, that's right. Dune. That's Dune. Boba Fett, um, Boba Fett's alive. That's a uh, three, episode six. I mean, that happens. I think. Yeah, I get it right. Um, I'm I'm a little like I'm not not excited for it, but like, I I just I do love him as a director, and I but I'm yeah. a little I guess I'm a little just like well yeah I'm I'm sure it'll be good, but I don't know how much. I I wonder what I would have felt if I didn't read it because I wasn't oh. like oh I'm obsessed with this and I love it like it's. I probably would have just enjoyed it flat out more as a movie. Um, if you didn't read I've it? Never, I've just never been like a fantasy sci-fi book reader. Like the closest I've ever came to that is like the Michael Crichton books, like, you know, like Jurassic Park, right. Airframe, like his books. But Harry those are Potter. so quick. I do love Harry Potter. I am. I do have to say that I, I do think Harry Potter is good. Um, But those are also like kids' books. Like Dune is not read like a kid's book at all okay like it's very dense um and political i'd read i'd read dune for dummies <laughs> don't want to read the i don't think i want to read the novel though with the flat out yeah you don't have to it's kind of uh, you, you definitely don't have to i don't think i can get through it um it's long as hell i only did it because i was doing it like 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 in a, like a book club format with people. Gotcha. That makes sense. Um, if I would if I had to hold myself accountable, I don't think I would have made it through the whole damn thing, the whole Dune thing. <laughs> um. Well, let's wrap this up. This was such a not. Well, Dave was episode. asking why I liked it, and I think. Oh yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Say why. Well, it's mostly. Be, I mean, I was going to enjoy this no matter what. There's really nothing that was gonna like get me to like not be into this trailer. But what and got you more. hyped about it? Like, what was it? I like what about it? Oh, the director. Made you excited. He's on a flawless oh. run. He's on a Denny flawless Villeneuve. run. Yeah, he hasn't made a bad movie That's at why. all ever. Yeah, ever. Okay. <laughs> I, so I, I about- haven't seen any of his stuff before Prisoners. Right. To be fair. Um, so, so it was excitement. Based on you loving the films of this director, that's the yeah. main reason why you're you're so excited but, for this. But like being some like my like my favorite movies of like this past decade are all his movies. Like uh, makes like, sense. Like Pr- Prisoner, Prisoners is like it like easily like a top five movie of like this. Since the two great movies. Prisoners is it's unreal. I just watched Enemy, which was pretty cool. That's another cool. I like Enemy. That's a cool one. Like cool it. ending. Like really interesting. On really... Sundays is great. Um, and um, Polytechnique is. Me really and Brandon great. obsessed over Blade Runner when it came out. It's an amazing movie. I um, do love Blade Runner. I saw it in the theater. Ridley Scott. It's Ridley Scott. Um, <laughs> the sequel was better. I stand by that. The sequel was better than the original. It was. It was. The originals. I can't. 
I came around on Arrival. I was like, Arrival's fine, Arrival. but then I yeah. watched it again. I watched it again, and I love it even it's more. Great. Um, there's, there's, I think there's another one. Oh, Scario. Amazing. Scario. Scario. Amazing. He's great. He's flawless right now. This decade, he's flawless. He's great. <laughs> I honestly feel that way. And it is a yeah. new decade, though, Dan. That was that was last decade. <laughs> Fair. That's true. It's, it's the twenties now. This could be his first stinker, uh, which yeah. would be a no, shame. I don't think it'll be. St- I don't think it'll be a stinker. Th- it all makes sense, Dan. I was like kind of like confused. Why is this guy so pumped about Dune? But I thought no, I told you because, I was really into this director. Yeah, this. Yeah, is, I think I did know that, but I forgot that this guy was directing the film. So there's it not makes sense now. Too many directors I like really follow. Or this one I do because okay. it's just been, and I didn't even realize. One person He's directed French. all these. <laughs> oh. I didn't even I realize it was Dennis Villeneuve. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, I didn't realize it was one guy that directed all these movies until like I think a year or two ago. I didn't know like it was like one person that was directing all these movies that I liked. So yeah, that was right. like a pleasant surprise. Um, my top three things. That I'm excited that that make me want to see this movie are Denis, uh, Stellan Stars, Stellan Skarsgård, uh, because he's like one of my favorite just guys to show up, mm-hmm. and then Rebecca Ferguson from uh, the Mission Impossible movies. Um, oh yeah, Ooh. a lot of names, a lot her. of a lot of big names. Love her, and when I in in the book, when I like the whole time, I was like, oh, she's Lady Jessica. Yeah, makes sense. And honestly, casting Timmy Chalamet as as uh, Paul's Why do people love him so much, Chalamet? That's something I actually don't really get. W- what's the deal with Chalamet? Uh, he kind of handsome. Uh, he's handsome, but I think he also kind of just has that attitude of just like he kind of has like that like he carries himself as like he's cute too. Like I don't know, just kind of like he doesn't <laughs> like he doesn't give a shit. I don't know. Dave's just talking about the but the, not, the physical. It's like it's, I think it's a big he's, part. He's right, handsome and cute. Is he though? Like, I don't even get it with like the physical stuff with him. He just looks like he's a, boyishly cute because he still looks boyishly, like a boy. Yeah, he's uh, very boyish still. Right. I think I, he's fine. I don't. I don't have a huge. I, I also I don't fe- think he's bad, but I don't. I don't think he's incredible. Yeah. He's not like wowed me at all yet. I also he's fell asleep watching some- his one <laughs> big movie. To be, I, I didn't finish it. But uh, call me by your name. Call me by your name. <laughs> yeah, I, I fell no. asleep. <laughs> Yeah, he's just kind of solid. Like he, yeah. he's not like he's like. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think there's anything where I've been like. Have you? Oh, like, did you see Beautiful so Boy? With no, him and I Steve Carell. I don't know what that is. No. It's in Lady Bird. Great, you know. Oh yeah, Lady Bird. Lady he's Bird's in good great. stuff. Yeah, I forgot. He's I forgot he was in stuff, that. But Lady Bird's great. I, yeah. I wouldn't say he's the the parts of the movies where, um, again, he's good. He's solid. He's definitely a solid yeah. actor, but. I think people are charmed because he is uh, boyishly handsome. Handsome. That's, yeah. that's my that's my main uh, uh, diagnosis for the 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 Chalamet craze. Well, and his name is also like, whoa, what's up with that name? It's so it's interesting. Cool. He's also in Interstellar. Dan, he's the little boy. Really? Yeah. Um, like young who, who the son? Casey Affleck is. Yeah. Who Casey Affleck is? Wow, I don't even remember that. Wow. He Wild. wasn't a name back then, though. Yeah, L- little boy. I think this will be. I think this movie and f- the 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 next the upcoming Wes Anderson Fresh Dispatch are supposed to be like. Oh, we're talking about okay. Will he like actually become like a 
like a you know like a box office draw. Like these two movies will kind of test that for him. We get um, we get a big right. the second half of this year movie wise is is something. This Major is a lot. There's a lot of like all the leftover Major. big 2020s, like yeah. about to be shoved into this year. Unless you know COVID ruins that, which it could. The thought of COVID pushing uh, Spider Man again, I'll, I'll murder people. <laughs> Spider Man gets pushed again. I can't. Can't happen, Dave. Bond again. I'm pushing Bond it. Has been, Bond <laughs> yeah, has been Dave's gonna push forever. it. <laughs> um, I got the I'm button looking. right here, buddy. I'm pushing it. I guess. Do, yeah, maybe Dune is my number, my actual number one, but I'm, Spider-Man's right there. <laughs> I'm really, I'm really like really hyping that movie. Um, yeah, Bond, new Jackass looks pretty great. Oh yeah, Jackass! <laughs> I'll definitely watch that. It looks great. Four. Oh, I like I like in the Ghoster. I like in the, the Ghoster, the Ghostbusters trailer that they forgot that that movie is like a comedy. Like, did you did you watch the trailer? It's like yeah, it's so bizarre. A lot that trailer had come out like last year. Most of it. I remember oh. that they were. Yeah, gonna, that was, it was, yeah, yeah. I mean, there was some new stuff in this one, but there was some. New, like yeah, Ackroyd, really weird. Vi- it's like, like a little Ackroyd tease. It's like they're treating the it with. Yeah, they're like treating it with such like reverence. Of it's it's a weird tone. Yeah, it like yes, it's very serious. But here's the thing: the weirdo fans are kind of like that. I think they do <laughs> treat it as like this. That's what that's what they happened. They are a weird fan base, dude. That's what happened when the 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 Kristen Wiig Ghostbusters came out. People, oh my god, they People got like out. so ridiculed, and like it's probably like a funny movie. I never, I didn't watch it. I mean, I, it's probably it's pretty funny. Fine. Like the first one is like a classic movie, but like it's not like the it's a little overhyped. I guess I guess like it's I the agree. reason why it's beloved is because it's like. I think it's the first of its kind. I think it's like special for that reason. It was a big song a pretty, too. It has its own song, which is like a unique yeah. thing. Like having its own like big like pop song associated with it is definitely it's, you know like that. Like it was it was its own culture. Like, <laughs> like yeah, I get. Yeah. I guess it's a f- fun idea, and it's like there was a lot of like cartoon spinoffs like that. Like, I don't know, like the, the, the right. outfits really fun. The hearse is fun. Right. Yeah. But the movie itself is a pretty offbeat comedy. That's like, yeah, it's not hilarious. It's really not. Yeah. But I, I can't imagine. I can see, I think it's funny, but I, I don't know why it would be like, I don't know. Like, why is it one of the biggest comedies of all time, of all time? That's the weird part about it. I guess it's only because it's, it's because of the actors and like the special effects, the horror, Mixed with the uh, the comedy, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So it's a. It, it, it was like a, it was like they got like all of New York City together too. There's like that element too. It's like, guess, all like bringing yeah, like, the whole city together vibe. Like yeah, I guess I understand it, but I also don't understand it at the same time. True. Yeah, but, um, but Dave, you, what about Dave, that's a trailer you should watch because it, it takes itself so, so yeah, seriously. It's so seriously. Yeah, it's like the, it's like the, yeah, they, they, oh, it's, it's really bizarre. Um, what about House of Gucci? Oh man, I was into that. Yeah. I was into that. Yes, yeah, that looks great. Exciting, excited for that. Got, um, got, I feel Gaga. like the, I feel like the homework for that movie is the counselor. The you remember the movie that I. From a hump report with the scene with Cameron Diaz on the car, yeah, with uh, because that I finally watched that movie and it's insane. This has very and that's Ridley Scott too, like very mm. much uh, counselor vibes from this trailer. Oh, interesting. And and I also yeah. love this Ridley Scott move of like 
Jared Leto and what he did with Guy Pierce in Prometheus of like putting an actor in old guy makeup. It's like why I, I don't understand the need like <laughs> we need to have Jared Leto in this movie play this role. Like, no, can we just keep him away? Just get please? just get an old guy. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I oh, saw tweets like that. Like if this was a movie from the seventies, they would just hire a actual actor who looked like that. Yeah. But at the same time, like I don't care if they did uh, uh, some guy in old man makeup, but I don't like that it's Jared Leto. Yeah. That's the part I don't <laughs> like. I, if it yeah. was like Christian Bale, I'd be like all in on that. I don't care. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. What it's is just, it it's about Jared Leto. Leto? Like he's, he sucks. What is it about Leto? Like, I do think he's good at acting, but he sucks. He's annoying. But like, he takes him. He takes it so seriously, annoying. and it comes off. Like, it comes off on screen. Like, I've never felt this way about an actor before. Where like, he's. I good, do but genuinely he sucks. think they're good, but, but he I sucks. hate him. <laughs> yes. yes, like he's not a bad actor, but I yeah. hate his. Guts. I would. Say, I think he's I a very. I, I honestly think he's a very good actor, but I don't enjoy it. Ever. He gives out that vibe where he's like, what I'm doing is important. Important, right. Like, yeah. like, right. You, like you feel that energy. Like, that he, like, how serious he takes it. And, like, and he's got to tone down the eyes. Put on he's some contacts. Tone down the eyes. And I think he's got to. <laughs> the I mean, eyes are he's too gotta, enchanting. Yeah. Also, I think he's supposed to be canceled, but, like, it didn't happen. So, I don't know. He's uh, a cult yeah. leader. Alleg- allegedly. What about um, Jay? I wish yeah. it was, I wish it was Jay Leno instead. Jay Leno would have been amazing. No makeup really needed. Or Jay Lo. Even Jay Lo would have been better. Oh, of course, Jay Lo would have been. I mean, especially now that she's back with Ben. Jay Law, that chin. Um. Well, we talked about some fun stuff. There, yeah, a bunch of good movies. Oh, last night in Soho, Matrix Four is coming. I'm interested in Matrix Four, but is there a trailer yet? Probably will trailer? No. Oh man, I want that trailer. Um, I, story-wise, I don't. It's I, it's going to be impossible to like th- see how this makes sense. I don't even get it. I tried the other ones. Didn't I recently sense. tried. I've tried reading about how the, the Matrix trilogy page. ends so many times, and I still don't really get it. <laughs> I, like, I think it's, I I think I got it, but like I, like I have such a basic understanding of what I think happened at the end. All right. Any any other thoughts, guys? Or are we wrapping this up? I. It's your show, man. It's yeah, it's your app, first of all. So you say when it's done, but I say I have no more thoughts. Well, you know, the only probably successful part of this episode is the is this real or is it fake? So uh hope you guys enjoyed that. Um this has been Summer Camp, Detective Series, the 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 Hardy Boys. I don't know what we are. I'm presenter Brandon, but goodbye. Presenter Danny here. I'm in Hard. permanent permanent summer vacation um mm-hmm. mental vacation um you know i'm loving it season 5.5 thanks for listening i really i enjoyed the show a lot brandon by the way this was great yeah it's it's a it's a summer vacation vibe because sorry it was a podcast with a summer vacation vibe to it so it was loose it was relaxed it was it was fun we were cooling out and i hope you guys were able to cool out with us and um, maybe we're the hard D boys because <laughs> yeah, yeah. we got some hard D's. <laughs> we each took, um, we popped a, what's the pill called? Viagra. We yeah. each Viagra. popped a Viagra beforehand. Hard D boys. <laughs> um, 
and I'm about to get soft, so we should we should uh. We should I don't need Viagra. I'm hard every time we record, no matter what. I'm hard. The <laughs> so yeah. Well, I need the Viagra. Some. <laughs> I'm, I don't get hard. You're, like, you're stallion. Dude. I don't get hard in any other aspect. Like I don't get hard in any other aspect of my life. Only when we yeah. do the podcast. <laughs> oh no, that could be a problem. No, I think it's okay. But, um, well, I guess next Let's wrap we'll it up like a, a hard D. Yeah, we're gonna wrap this D up, and I guess next Dave will have an episode for season five point five. Dave, yes, what, are you, what are you doing? Can you give us a clue? Um. Yes, it will be mysterious. <laughs> Fun. <laughs> no, no, I don't have. I don't have any idea. No, I have an idea. I have a couple ideas. I just have to, you know, pick one of those. And uh, hey, it'll be fun. I know it'll be fun. No matter what I decide, it's going to be a fun time. I know that. That's the one thing and, I'm sure of. And not a hundred percent official, but it's looking pretty good. Well, maybe not even pretty good. That episode could be in person for all three of us. It's a possibility. It's it's yeah. it's on the table. It's up to Brandon. Table set. <laughs> Brandon, will he walk up to the table and sit down on that table? I don't right. know. But a chair will be ready for him to come. It, the stars could align. <laughs> it could finally happen. And you'll really hear it. Yeah. <laughs> you'll oh, really oh be able God. to hear it. Yeah. I'm going to be if, jumping if from mic to mic. If we do do it in person... I'm going to make sure we have a really physical episode. Like, I'll incorporate physicality into this recording. Perfect. Like, maybe we'll punch each other. Yeah. Share food. each other. Share share food. Share Share food. Yeah. Swap spit. Yeah. COVID. Anything could happen in person. Yeah. Give each other COVID. That'd be so cool. On air COVID. All right. All right. Well, thanks, guys. Summer Brave. Bye.